to the NFL. Welcome to the NFL, rookie. What's up, party people in the house? Dynasty War Games. I'm your host, Jesse Schneeman. For those of you out there, there's a little discussion this week on how you say it. Schneeman, it means snowman in German. That's me. I'm your host. Uh, we're here. We're right. We're right here, right in front of you, bringing you a podcast. I'm joined by Captain Mike Casper. How you doing tonight, Mike? Hey, what's up? Recovering from vasectomy, having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a great time. Right on. And as uh, usual, my main man, Chad Mendoza. What's going on? Uh, nothing much. I still uh, am non-vasectomied and uh, doing well. Yeah. Is that the proper term? I, I, I'm sure it's not. But uh, there has to be non, some kind of term out there. Non-resectomized. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something along those lines. Maybe we'll look it up after this. <laughs> right on. Uh, right on. Yeah, I've never had it done. Uh, I never had a knee. So. It's not as bad as I thought it'd be. I'll be honest, but okay. I think I had a had a had a good doctor. He's been around a while. He said he's done a couple thousand, and it took about maybe thirty minutes. So. A couple thousand. Was, Were you awake? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I was, I was, I was covering my eyes though. Like I don't. No, I wasn't. Like, put, put me to sleep. They'd been like, my no, wife, we my don't, wife we don't was do watching. That. Yeah, they usually don't. I don't. I don't think they do. Put yeah, I'd be like, just do it. Just do yeah. it. Just do it. I don't, <laughs> I don't care. Just do it. Just like a, just like a bandaid. Come on. Yeah. Right. Right on. I lost a little part of myself too. Those who are watching on YouTube, I sliced off the top part of my thumb. And it's heavily bandaged, so good times there. If they say Chad's if you missing work... a toe, yeah. No, Chad's missing a toe. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Every we can say everybody. Oh, That's I thought thing. Chad had an extra toe. <laughs> I have the normal amount of toes. I promise, oh, okay. guys. Okay. I Are would I would show, but I'm not on camera right now. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry for YouTube land. I'm the only one on camera. Sorry next week, life. next week will be the reemergence of my face for better or worse. I don't probably worse, but cool. Yeah, cool. All right, so what are we drinking tonight, gentlemen? I've got straight up water tonight. I'm, I'm very boring. So yeah. it, it, it's just with the uh, recovery medicine I'm taking, I probably shouldn't mix it with any of the fine uh, energy drinks I have, but yeah. I do have a smarty. Smarties flavored energy drink waiting in my fridge for next week <laughs> that I'm excited wow. to try. I've never tried before. Smarties flavored, yeah. so sugar flavored. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. So terrible. <laughs> um, I'm drinking some of the Sky rum, uh, some Cuban rum with uh, ah. um, some uh, ginger beer. Yeah. So ah. interesting. So like a dark and stormy. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty nice. Much. Nice. All right. I am uh, real boring tonight. I'm going with Miller Lite. That's what I got. That's what was wow. in my fridge. I didn't have, really have time. So, uh, uh, Gator J in chat drinking Jack Daniels. Nice. Can't go wrong with Beautiful. that. Beautiful. All right. So, let's get down to some Dynasty talk. I'm pretty excited because um, it's starting to be trade season again. It you know, is. do you guys ever get that feeling like, I'm never going to make a trade again. Like, I, it's never going to come together. I've gotten 17 awful offers in a row. It's been three months. I'm never going to make a trade. It's never going to happen, right? Well, I'm honestly in too many leagues for that. Like, there's uh, always a league where I mean, somebody is trying to trade. What's that? 16, I'm in 16, 17 leagues. Oh, man. You got you to gotta find better leagues then. <laughs> I can't stop making trades. Sometimes really? I like I turn my notifications off because I'm like, man, I I like my rosters and I'm I'm tired of seeing offers, so I'm just like, guys, I'm I'm checking out for a bit. Huh. Let everybody oh, know and I'm gone for I'm gone for two weeks or so and and I'm out. But yeah, the the trades. I mean, once the floodgates start, they just they keep coming. That's good. Well, I was I was telling Jesse earlier this week in our chat, I was like, man, I've got a lot of contending teams. You know, I'm in like 12, 13 leagues and. I really like the rosters, and <laughs> I'm not sure there's a whole lot I wanted to do with them. So yeah. it was it was interesting. I actually got some done this week that I um, ventured out and did. So 
following yeah, one of Chad this. Mendoza's strategies, actually. So it was good. Uh, okay, what did you do? Uh, just just player share. So, you know, nice. Chad talks about keeping it around, you know, the 30% or under kind of a thing. And I, I had over 40% CD Lamb. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll just put out there in all my leagues because I've, I've also listened to uh, – oh, I want to give a shout-out to him. Um, uh, I can't think of it right now. Um, but he always talks about how if he has too many shares of um, a person, he'll just put them on the block in all my leagues and say, hey, I'm looking to trade one share, like first league to you know make a trade and it happens, and then I'm going to take them off the block. So feel free to send some offers. And I did that and actually got some pretty good offers. That's uh, that's actually a pretty good nice. strategy. I haven't I haven't really yeah. thought about doing that before, but yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, what did you get? Yeah. So uh, so this was in a, a a ten team PPR. This was my first dynasty league. So um, so it's ten team. But um, yeah. So I traded Lamb for Tyree Kill, Terry McLaurin, and a third was the uh, initial offer I got. And so I kind of snapped. I kind of snatched that up. I'm not huge on Hill this year, um, and but I, I I do like Terry, and with the new contract, I felt like that was two pretty elite assets that I could switch one or the other over into a first plus uh, somewhere midseason. So I really like the value there for the yeah. potential of Lamb, someone who's yeah, never proven it right. Yeah, great. I like that. That's really good value, in my opinion. What do you think? Yeah, Jeff? no, I, I like it as well. I. It's kind of funny to me, like how everybody is chosen to hop off of Terry McLaurin now, like after he finally gets a, a decent quarterback from a production standpoint. I, I don't get it. I think this is going to be the year where he, you know, turns the 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 kind of eye test that he's been passing, and it just kind of goes into the production side of things where we start seeing him reach that wide receiver one territory. So I, I really like it. Funny to me though that that's what people are saying about Pittman as well. Same quarterback. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like that, Pittman's getting an upgrade say, from yeah. one, and then TMC's getting a, an upgrade to one. Yeah, but I, I think the Pittman one is is smoke and mirrors. I mean, uh, other than the one case I can see for Pittman is that he's another, you know, another uh, year in the league, and and you hope that his development continues. But mm-hmm. yeah, the quarterbacking in Indianapolis last year was was great from a production standpoint. I mean, good, not great. No, it was great. It was great. I mean, good enough for a team with one good wide receiver on it. You know, it's not like the ball had to be spread around a bunch. So, I mean, I mean, if it wouldn't be great if it was like Cincinnati and you had to feed Chase and Higgins, but for a team that mostly relies on one wide receiver, it was really, it was really good production. He's not going to get that much of a bump from, uh, from what Wentz was given last year. I, yeah. I agree. I, I think Wentz set him up for this season, but nobody will give him that credit. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it, it's absolutely insane. Like, you know, Wentz didn't throw the ball that much. He only threw it 516 times, was ultra efficient, threw 27 touchdowns. Like, you know, yeah. like that's that's yeah. really good production. Yeah, he, uh, with uh, very few interceptions, too. Yeah, seven interceptions. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I hear you. You know, I – it's the the stink of what he did last is is so on him. Yeah, but know? that's that's I mean bullshit. Narrative, it affects his value. You know? Small it, sample yeah, size. Yeah, it's it's bullshit narrative though. I mean, it does. It, yeah, I, know, I hear you. Yeah, him having no heart and not being able to lead a team means nothing to to fantasy. You know, yeah. at least on a yearly on a year to year basis. You know, I mean, dynasty wise, maybe a little. Matt Ryan hasn't thrown over twenty seven touchdowns since two thousand eighteen. Yeah, I mean, Matt Ryan definitely has lost a little zip on his deep ball. You can see that. Um, he's also been playing behind a trash line. Yeah, so but he's he, also been throwing the ball a hundred more times than than Carson Wentz threw it last year. Yeah, I mean almost yeah, I every single season. I, I thought it was odd when uh, when Ryan went to to Indy that everyone automatically thought it was a huge upgrade. I I don't, especially not from a fantasy standpoint. I think from an NFL standpoint. It's a really good chance that Matt Ryan comes in and is exactly what Wentz wasn't like a, a really good leader, you know, great locker room guy, um, you know, knows the system is always going to put the ball where it needs to be. But, you know, for, you know, from a fantasy standpoint, I don't see him being, you know, dynamic or, uh, you know, 
have really at this point in his career having a lot any any more arm talent really than Wentz. He might be more accurate, but he definitely doesn't have the like the deep ball strength that Wentz has. I think everybody blamed it, his performance on the Falcons O line, which was atrocious, and so I think that's why they're jumping on the Ryan bandwagon. They're like, oh, he's got a better line now, and people we'll to actually throw the ball to. And yeah, no, exactly. Like I'm, I don't really believe that narrative necessarily. I'm just, I'm just on board yeah. with. We'll see and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's just going to have to throw the ball a lot more in that offense than Carson once was given the opportunity to last season. Um, mm-hmm. To to maintain that production, so and and I don't know if that's going to happen with Jonathan Taylor in that offense. If I'm if I'm being completely honest with you, true. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. All right, so I have a trade in my inbox. Let's see if you guys would do this. So it's a rebuilding team. I have uh, I'm being offered Devonte Smith and a third. Um, for George Pickens in a second. 2023 third, 2023 second. How early do you think the second's going to be? I don't think it's going to be early. Uh, he's got a pretty good team. I mean, yeah, I'd rather I'd rather have Devontae Smith. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, I think it's pretty easily, pretty easy, except, yeah, C. Stroud is the the guy who's uh, second I have. And, uh, yeah, he's got Lamar and Brady, Chubb, Tyreek, Hollywood, Kittle. You know, like, and he's got a lot of depth, too. So he's got a really good team. I, They're both going to have a – go ahead, Mike. No, I, I was I was just going to say, I know we're talking about training camp stuff later, but I know, you know, Deontay Johnson is holding in, right? So mm-hmm. he's just doing side work on the field. And Pickens is making some highlight videos uh, right now. And mm. so I think that's where probably the offer is stemming from is uh, you know, Pickens can really have that breakout this year. And Deontay, based off of, you know, half what basically the Pittsburgh Steelers do as far as extending wide receivers, meaning they won't. And so Pickens will step into, you know, a pretty bigger role next year is what I think this owner's thinking. So, it's close for me, um, but if yeah, I mean, if you're a contender, I'm fine with Smith. Um, I'm not a contender. I, I'm rebuilding. Oh, you're not a contender. No, but it's a late yeah. second that I'm giving up. It's not my second. Yeah, uh, I guess that makes it closer for me. But I, I'd call it a coin flip. I understand Eagles fandom here too, so you, you could sell me more on uh, Devonte Smith than maybe I care to. I mean, I'm I'm have. I don't I don't get it with with. Higgins, I mean, he he's going to have pretty substantial competition in that offense to see a consistent number of reps, you know, throughout the season. You know, it's not like he's yeah. it's not like he's a locked in wide receiver two in that offense. I mean, I mean I Smith, get he's a rookie. Well, Smith Smith is too, right? Like no, but Smith is yeah. Smith is is definitely going to face competition, but he's the locked in yeah. at least wide receiver two in that offense. Yes, you know, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. so and, and I mean. Pickens isn't guaranteed. Isn't even guaranteed to be the number three wide receiver. You know, they also, who knows that he doesn't share that role with Calvin Austin or another guy. Ray, I don't. Know, they probably don't still have Ray Ray McLeod, but somebody else on the roster. You know, he's not necessarily a slot guy anyway. So his skill set yeah. maybe overlaps with Claypool's a little bit. I think they're going to try to get him on the field as much as possible. I just if. I know they like Claypool. I know Claypool's a good seen as a good, you know, receiver in the NFL. I think the NFL likes him a lot more than dynasty people generally do. Um, especially, you know, since the beginning of last season. Or since yeah, the start he's a of last season. He had but, the same numbers. He had the same numbers last year as the year before, except except for touchdowns. By yeah, the way, so. yeah, pretty much. Um but yeah, and it's just the whole quarterbacking thing too. Like I don't trust um I don't trust the Eagles quarterbacks at all but mm-hmm. i trust even less the pittsburgh steelers quarterbacks okay <laughs> so, i was gonna say <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah uh, agreed. So, so yeah it's it's you know i think they're in similar situations it's just that pickens is a less proven talent in in my eyes as a prospect and as an nfl player because i've seen you know Devonta smith flash in his first year 
and the situation is tougher for Pickens. So I'm I'm taking Devonta Smith pretty easily. For me. I guess from a dynasty side too, like I I don't know. I'm just really trying to hold on to as many 23 seconds as I can because I feel like they could really explode <laughs> come draft time. So I, I don't know how you feel about it, Jesse, but I, I'd almost counter like Devonta Smith for Pickens and a third, you know, and see if that can get it done or something. That way you're not giving up a second. I'm not sure if you have a third, but that would be my strategy there. I guess that's that's part of what goes into my evaluation, but I think it's totally fair either side. Right on. I see Devontae Smith clearly ahead of Pickens. Pickens hasn't – I mean, there's a lot of question marks about him. and um, You know, just his desire was questioned by a lot of NFL analysts this offseason leading up. And, you know, a lot of people – I heard a lot of people say he takes a lot of plays off. So, you know, he's got a lot to prove. Devontae Smith yeah. is the opposite. All you hear about is this guy just works. You know, he, yeah. he was showing up at 6.30 in the morning going, where is everybody? I don't understand. Yeah. Like, he thought that's just when practice started. You know, so, I, I don't know. He, like I said, I mean, these are all narratives, but he's he's a way more proven player in the NFL. He, uh, I The only reason I didn't smash except right away is because I didn't know if my Eagles bias was. Yeah. was I mean, and he's a better prospect, too. Like, let's not forget that. Even if we're yeah. just comparing to when they were coming out of college. Devonta Smith is a much better prospect than Pickens. Yes, I mean, absolutely, absolutely. In my opinion, yeah. much better prospects. So. Yes, yeah. faster, smoother, better root runner, um, awesome hands. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so I just accepted it. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, feels good. Feels good to make a trade. I like it. Trade drive is over. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, so, do we want to talk about training camp a little bit? Let's do it. All right. So I think we're, we're gonna we're gonna introduce a new segment on the show where each of us is actually Chad. Why don't you introduce it and then go with your guy? Yeah. So we've decided to follow um, each one of us follow one NFL player throughout the season. This may be a player that we think is going to exceed expectations um, and perform really well this season, gain a ton of value, or it may be a guy that people are fairly high on right now that we think. Uh, once we get into the season, value is going to taper off a little bit and they're going to see a little bit of problems there. So, um, yeah, my guy, uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm talking <laughs> about this guy every week now. I'm actually getting a little sick of it, but, uh, well, that's Kadarius kind of the Tony. Point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I guess now I'm going to be talking about him a lot more. So, um, Kadarius <laughs> Tony is having a phenomenal camp. They are, uh, um, for those of you that don't know, he is a, um, marginally, a uh, successful YouTube rapper. and I didn't know that. <laughs> I looked it up, has about 30,000 views on each one of his uh, latest songs. So don't quiz me on the titles. I don't know. Uh, but he goes by the rap name Young Joka. And, oh, uh, with a yeah. J-O-K-A? Yeah, J-O-K-A. And okay. um, yeah, very interesting stuff. Actually, one of the songs was kind of catchy. Uh, uh, anyways, um, <laughs> they were blasting his music uh, in camp. And, uh, yeah, jamming to it. So while everybody else is playing, you know, Young Thug and Future and Jay-Z and Drake, uh, they're playing Young Joka. And uh, I'm sure Kadarius Tony appreciated that. But also, on a more football-related note, he has been, uh, you know, just highlight after highlight uh, has been his moniker this training camp so far. We're three days in, and I've seen at least four or five highlights from this guy. And, you know, pretty, pretty incredible catches on, in the corner of the end zone. Pretty good sideline grabs one handed um, with with cornerbacks draped all over him. It's been pretty good stuff. And, you know, yeah, take that stuff with a grain of salt. But it's there. And uh, the one thing that I thought was really interesting um, in training camp so far with him is that in years past, the Giants, the way they've operated and a lot of other NFL franchises operate in training camp is, they push to the forefront a player that they think is their most exciting player. They push them out there. They do a lot of media with them. Every video, no matter what it's about, no matter who's, who it's with, seems to feature this player in one way or another. Um, they want to get him in front of the camera as much as possible, get him in front of the mic, have their beat writers talk to this guy as much as possible. Every press conference, they're asked, the beat writers are asking questions about this guy. And usually it's been Saquon Barkley, injured or not. Right. It's always been Saquon since he's come into the NFL. 
this year it's Kadarius Tony and and people on uh people on Twitter Giants fans on Twitter are even asking if this guy is a new face of the franchise which is odd because a few months mm-hmm. back uh some I almost called him a slob of a beat reporter but I don't think that's a um I don't think that's kind so I'll just say <laughs> I'll just say tabloid reporter um okay. Pat Leonard reported that the Giants wanted to trade him and he was asked about that uh this past training camp session as well and and said that you know it didn't affect him at all because he had spoken with the staff and and he knows what was really going on so it doesn't sound like that was the case that was just kind of media stirred up drama and um yeah it looks like things are looking up for him if he can stay healthy um, we're gonna be following him so hopefully things keep trending upward right on okay all right so good stuff out of Darius Tony Mike who uh, who are you going to talk about? So who's your guy at a Broncos camp? So my guy for me is going to be Cortland Sutton. Um, just obviously with the new quarterback there in Russell Wilson. Um, also with the competition from Jerry Judy. I think a lot of people are more on the Jerry Judy train. Like, hey, this is his chance to really come in, you know, break out. Um, I think everybody forgets, you know, two years ago. Cortland Sutton was really good um, before he had the ACL um, injury, right? So um, he was the he was the wide receiver seventeen that year or nineteen that year, um, and that was with garbage quarterback play because we haven't had a good quarterback in forever. So um, he was a Pro Bowler too, right? So uh, I'm really excited. It's I've been seeing some highlights, obviously some like good stuff. Uh, nothing too crazy to write home about. But, um, yeah, we got some blurbs from Hackett today saying, hey, like, it's Russ is running the offense. Um, so he's like, we're giving him full control over the playbook. So it's not a my way or the highway kind of coaching staff, which I'm sure is a breath of fresh air for, uh, for Russ. But, yeah, I, I just really think Sutton's going to outperform his ADP. And I think he's really been putting in the work. Um, he's done all the private workouts with Russ this offseason as well. So I, I think they're ready to get it and ready to have another breakout season. Right on. All right. All right. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I love Cortland Sutton. I can't. I can't wait for his season. I I bought him a lot of places last year. You know when the Broncos stopped throwing, because everybody just I don't know gave up on him and Judy. Judy was a lot harder to get. People still wanted a first for Judy, but not Sutton. I got him for like second and third. Yeah. I actually just recently, I mean, I guess not super recent, but I bought a share from Mike not too long ago in, in one of our oh. leagues. Uh, I think it was for a 2024 first, um, okay. if I remember That's right. Fair. Does that sound yeah, right, Mike? Yeah, I think so. I think it it was in the Marvels League we're in together. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm a pretty hardcore rebuild, but I was I was heavy on Broncos. I had Judy. Well, you had Judy, yeah. And yep. Alberto. Um, and I'm still like – like my team's getting better from where it was last year, but I still don't think I'm a contender. So I was like, yeah, I'll take another first and move on. And yeah. I would have done that. I could, re- I could really use Sutton in that league. <laughs> I really need yeah. a wide receiver. Yeah. I just uh, kind of saw that he had both those players and, and was in a rebuild. And I was like, man, he'll probably let Sutton go. Um, Chad, would you take Broncos fans? Would you take a lave for him? Would I take a lave for Sutton? Mm hmm. It depends mm. on the roster, but in I that think league. in most talk, I mean, offering him to you in that league. <laughs> live live trade offer. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, Damn, that's tough. That's like, I can't do it right now. You know, I, you know I love uh, Olave. I mean, I, I love Olave too, but I just don't. I, I have a pretty good contending roster this year. I just I, I kind of need more of a veteran receiver. You know, Olave's a little, little young. I kind of. You know, I've got him slated in as a starter. What or was that? No, that was it. Was it Einstein's or was it Marvel? Marvel. Um, yeah, Marvel's the one I'm talking about. If you have okay. him in Marvel, I'm trying to figure out. I don't see him in my roster. Um. Anyways, dead air time. Oh yeah, I do see him. Okay. Um. Shit. I'm gonna have to think about that one. Okay. I'm gonna have you to have think to the end of the episode. Bit. All right. Um. Yeah, so tell us about your guy, Jesse. All right, so everybody knows Hurts, right? I, uh, all eyes on Hurts in Eagles training camp. I mean, every Eagles fan, every Hurts owner is 
I would say concerned at the very minimum. You know, if he doesn't take a step forward this year, we all know that he could get replaced. So very polarizing guy as well, because a lot of people really think that for some reason, people really some people really believe in him as a passer. I just haven't seen it. Um, you know, he's he's kind of a mess mechanically. His arm strength isn't great, although they say he's added some strength this year. It's really hard to add arm strength. Um, day one in training camp, reports were average. He did have a couple of nice passes to Quez Watkins, a touchdown, and a contested ball. Quez Watkins looking really good, by the way, um, in camp. And then day two, they were off. So Eagles went the old practice the first day and off the second day. I don't get that. But then I, today was day three, so I haven't gotten really any any reports yet. So, but, um, you know, a couple, couple flashes out of Hurts, but um, still, uh, you know, some inaccurate incompletions, um, didn't throw any interceptions, but really, um, I guess as a whole, didn't look like he had has really um, taken a step from last year. Is what I, what I got, but you know that's one day, um, but that's sort of the same thing I was hearing from OTAs. Um, one really positive thing, though, that I did hear out of Eagles camp, um, and I'm going to keep be keeping my eye on this guy because you guys know I love him. Haven't given up on him yet. Uh, Jalen Jalen Rager has shown up. Um, as this is about Jalen Hurts. This is about Jalen Hurts. Rager has shown up. About in, Rager. Uh, he's a best shape of his life guy. Um, he was seriously, uh, guys gone through a lot of tragedy, tragedy in the last year and a half. And, uh, you know, from what I've seen is he's, he's now, uh, kind of gathered himself and he's using it all as motivation. He was really close with Jeff Gladney, you know, the corner that, um, died in that car accident tragically. Um, so, uh, just keep your eyes on Rager because not that I think he has a, a role in the Eagles, you know, our, our top three receivers are, are pretty much cemented. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and um, uh, Quez Watkins as the third guy. And then uh, uh, the guy that we – oh, Zach Pascal. He's also going to take um, a lot of reps, especially on running downs because he's a really good blocker. Uh, so it's going to be hard for Rager to get on the field as an, e- as an eagle. But I, keep an eye on him to, like – get traded to another team. If we can get a, if we get some kind of third um, conditional four, fourth that turns into a third, something like that for him, I, I could really see the Eagles taking it, you know, so bears or uh, I don't know, Patriots, one of the teams that need help at wide receiver. I wouldn't be surprised. Nice. All right. Well, one thing we will do just to notate, uh, you know, the start of this journey here with these three with these three characters here, uh, these three athletes, is we're going to write down what their current value is. Uh, so Jalen Hurts right now on Dynasty Trade Calculator is valued in at a 37.2, which okay. is equal to roughly a early 20, uh, 2023 first and a mid-2023 second. Hmm. Okay. I feel like they undervalue seconds a little. Always keep that in mind when I'm putting seconds in the DTC. Okay. I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty good value. I think they have it a mid 2023 20, second rated as nine. Oh, um, nine? Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. And uh, what, what is Hertz again? Thirty-seven point two. Hertz thirty-seven point two. All right. What's Tony? So early first, uh, mid second. Cortland Sutton um, is who I plugged in next, and he's at a sixteen point one. Wow, which wow. is roughly equal to two mid twenty twenty three seconds. I mean, that could be in the that could be in the thirties by the end of the season. Yeah, very very well could be. And, and then, then uh, Kadarius Tony is seven point eight, which is equal mm-hmm. to a late twenty twenty three second. Wow, I do think you could get him for that too. I have gotten him for that. Yeah, that's, that's why that. I'm so on him this this uh, off season. Mm-hmm. I have so many shares of him from last year that it doesn't make sense for me to go buy more. Um, but at that price, it's still really cheap. Yeah. Yeah. 
I just don't want to be overexposed. Yeah, because there is that there is that chance that he can't stay healthy. You know that that his his body's too twitchy for his ligaments. You know. Yeah, for sure. Hey, hey, Jesse. I know Chad said he's a uh, nervous to deal with you on a live show, but I uh, I sent you two <laughs> off. I sent you two offers in the same link. So if you want to take oh. a gander, I'd be exploding offers. So I actually I don't have any Alave, so I wouldn't mind investing in some. I just didn't have the picks a lot of times where he was. So mm-hmm. so what's the, what's the offer? Um, first one was Jerry Judy straight up. Ooh. So oh, I would take that. Yeah, I, I've got quite a bit of Judy, and then I also offered his like T Higgins and a and a second for Alave and a first. Okay. So, not trying to lowball, trying to make it good for radio, you know. No, those are both really good offers. I'm going to take one of them. Hmm. Cool. I love Judy. I think I have Russ in this league. Too. I would. I would take Judy. Yeah. And I really like a lot of it. But I would take yeah, Judy. I don't want to give up the first. I like T Higgins a lot, but I don't want to give up the first. That's fine. And I think that's a really good trade for both sides. I, I was I was shocked. You know, they have a dynasty trade calculator has basically Sutton and Judy the same. I think they had Judy at a six sixteen point four, which is interesting because I don't think you can get him for two seconds at all. No, um, no, you can't. He's a, he's worth a first. A first, which is yeah. what Alavi was this year. He was a late first, you know. Yeah, he was a, You know, I I probably got him in that league with the one ten. I think because I remember. I had a late pick. It was a you know good team. I was contender last year, and then um, he just fell for some reason. I got I got lucky and snapped him up right away because I needed a wide receiver anyway. And then I got lucky in the third, and Alec Pierce fell to me in the third. So I'm really happy with that. So I got Judy and Alec Pierce. Out of that nice, draft. nice. Yeah. I only had a first and a third. So yeah. I'm happy to help. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Mike. Captain Mike. Want some, ex- want some exposure, yeah. All right. So what's uh, my, what are we getting into next? That's my only duty share so far. Nice. All right. So the three of us, along with uh, some other friends and uh, Patreon, DWZ Patreon members, uh, started a league. Um, also Chad's father. Uh, I don't know what category he falls into. <laughs> Well, we started a league this week. Actually, Chad's the commissioner. commissioner. He started the league. I have to give Chad a lot of credit because uh, it's not easy organizing a live auction across um, time zones in America and across countries. Uh, we have Neil from uh, from the Aussie guys uh, drafting with us as well. So, like, it's not easy putting this together. So, uh, really great job, Chad. Why don't you tell us what um, – what we're doing in reality sports online. Yes. So reality sports online is something that I've been uh, super, super crazy about since almost its inception. It's a, it's a ridiculously fun platform. Um, I'm not really sure why it's not more popular in the dynasty space. Uh, I think, you know, at one point it was a little bit more popular than it is even now, but I mean, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. Basically they mimic the um, NFL salary cap. And your auction is basically bidding on players with, uh, you know, the NFL salary cap and offering contracts, one, two, three or four year um, contracts for certain players or for whatever player. And, um, yeah, you have free agency. You, uh, you know, have to resign players or have the option to resign players. Uh, there's algorithms built into the platform um, that take uh, that that. Um, take into account your specific league and, and what the pay structure is uh, overall in your league. And so when you go to resign players, uh, they take that into account and, and, you know, say the player's agent wants this amount of money for this amount of years to resign and all that kind of fun stuff. So it's, it's really getting to the realism of all of it. Uh, it adds so much more depth to uh, dynasty um, play as a whole. It's, it's very challenging. Um, and it sounds very intimidating, but I mean, as you guys can probably attest, or at least what I think you guys will say is that once you're actually in it, it's just fun and it's not as intimidating as, as you think it is going to be when you're going into it. Yeah, so. I, I'll, I'll definitely say like when Chad first presented it, I, 
I really didn't want to do it. I uh, <laughs> I took the spot out of you know just support. I forced him. I basically my, forced him. Yeah, basically, I was like, oh, Chad, I don't think so because I'm gonna be gone like half the summer. I, I, you know, doing what I could, and Chad wasn't having it. So, um, but but Chad was <laughs> right. It was number one. I really liked because Jesse and I are co-owning a team. And since we're both new to it, I really actually like co-owning, even though I know Jesse and I always have different opinions and things like that. It was it was very nice, especially with the bidding format, to be able to have one, you know, there while the other was taking a break. Because uh, it's, a, it's a long draft. I mean, we're only, what, 60-something players in, and we drafted for three hours. Um, yeah, but, yeah. But it, was, but it was a lot of fun, too, and really active. And if you took your mind, took your eye off the... You know, bid counter. You know, people would sneak through. Which uh, happened? Uh, Kyle Pitts, I think, and Watson Pitts and, and Mandrews. Yeah, yeah. Those are and all three of my players. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got. Well, you're the one that Pitt. got Pitts. You didn't get. You didn't get Pitts, did no, you? No, I didn't get Pitts. I'm oh, just okay, kidding. Yeah, but you, you got Watson <laughs> and Mandrews. So. No, I got Watson and Andrews. Yeah. So, and I mean, Jesse and Jesse and I were bold. We actually won the first player, and it actually ended up being a decent deal. Josh Allen. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, we got a steal in on Josh Allen. I was crazy. surprised because you two were kind of uh, you know, two of the newer guys to the platform and you guys went in early with the bid on Josh Allen and, and you know, kind of weren't taking no for an answer and kept bidding him up. And what did you guys end up getting to at the end of it? He's around thirty five mil a year for on a four year. Four years. Yeah, yeah, and um and you know, that was kind of the market setter, so I thought. But later on, I mean, even guys like uh, Justin Herbert ended up going for something like $47 million a year. Granted, that's on like a three-year a three year contract. but and I, I think Brady alone, too, he's like $30 mil on a one-year. So, yeah, you know, something year. like that, right? Yeah, Russ yeah. was at $38 at two or, for two or three years. Um, yeah. So, I, I mean, that's a, that's a, it's a huge bargain. You know, just I think the fact that it was the first player, people didn't know um, – <laughs> didn't really feel like they understood what what to bid but mm-hmm. again like i have to agree with mike i really liked having a, a co-owner because especially like another dynasty owner that i know right very well from talking to every week but also that i trust you know that that mike's a, a really good dynasty player knows his players knows his values so when i when i say you know, hey, what do you want? What's the limit that we're going to go on this guy? And he says something like 25 mil. It's usually, you know, around where I, what I was thinking anyway. Or if I say, hey, what do you think of 22 mil? Michael say, okay, yeah, cool. Or, you know, maybe a little less. Actually, Mike's a little less aggressive than I am, which is good. A little bit. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He scared me a couple of times. I'm glad we lost on some players. <laughs> uh. <laughs> actually, I, I think we would have been fine getting there. Was player. one player, there was one player, I don't remember who it was, but you guys were bidding on him. And I was like, oh man, this is a mistake, guys. Stop. This is a mistake. And I almost texted you. And yeah, I remember, was it I forgot T. who it was. It might have been T. Higgins. It got really high. And I was like, oh, this is a big contract, guys. Yeah. I was like, it was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 20. He got up to 20 something mil for four years. Yeah, um, I was. I I don't remember. Oh no, it was, it was. It was DK actually. Oh, it's probably DK. I was DK, DK went. So yeah, I don't. I don't remember, but I just remember thinking I was going to text you guys, and then I was like, you know what? I'll let them figure it out. They're they're good at this. So it, um, it, it's funny though. Like our strategy, honestly, was to sit back and see what happens. But when Josh Allen came up first, I was like, I think thirty five a year is pretty decent, right? And right. Was Chad, like, yeah, I mean, uh, and we went right up to thirty five and one. So. Mike made a really good point that it's only 15% of our budget. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a $208 million budget. Mm -hmm. So if you think of it as in terms of an NFL budget, they have 53 players. Yep. You know, we don't, we had, we have what, 24? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, so half the play, less than half the players to fill the same budget. So 35 million isn't as significant of, of a hit, you know, when Mike, put it in those terms that it's only 15% of my, of our budget. It's a no brainer for your cornerstone quarterback, the, the best in the, in the league, you know, young, yeah. you know, young, young, great arm. I like, obviously he's, he's the number one dynasty asset in, in Superflex. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really, I really like that deal. I thought that was uh, at the time I thought it was pretty on par with what he should go for. Um, but with the, how the rest of the market ended up going, I think it ended up being, you know, a very slight bargain. 
So, you know, you can't go wrong. If, you're, if your top player is a bargain, even a slight bargain, I mean, that's, that's what you want, you know? Right, right. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think we over, really overpaid for anyone. Um, Kelsey, I think, was our next highest player, two years, $22 million. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Kelsey's got two years left, but even if he doesn't, the way the the way it works, we can just cut him and only pay half that, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, so you have to pay their guaranteed money. So ba- mm-hmm. basically, how it works is you pay half of the year that they're current on, they're currently on, or you pay the the year that they're currently on, and then you pay half of the next season and their guarantees on top of it. So the rest of their guarantees. So yeah, it'll be a, a lot longer if it's or a lot more if it's a, a four year contract because right. of the guaranteed monies. But uh, yeah, I mean you you can definitely pull off cutting him um, or just sticking him on IR after he retires and saving half the cost of his yearly salary. So yeah. um, that's something you can do as well. the The tight end market was very interesting to me. Tight ends went substantially cheaper than I thought they would go for. Yeah, yeah, um, they did. I, I I looked I away. There was confusion about the tight end premium because people had forgotten. Well, we we settled that early on, and and yeah, even after we settled it, the market didn't uptick. You know, Waller still went for seven million a year. Um, seven seven point five million a year. He went on a two year fifteen million dollar contract. What really really or two no two year? Let me make sure that's right. No no. I wouldn't let him do that. No, we would. We would. We because I'd love to have him <laughs> in a flex spot. Yeah, I'd you know? love to have him. Yeah, in a one point seven five for sure. Yeah, he's getting paid a uh, seven mil, seven point five mil in. Uh, oh, I'm in a different league. Sorry, guys. Okay, <laughs> I was gonna say, wow. Waller hasn't gone in our league yet. Yeah, I don't think so. The 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 bargains were Pitts and Mandrews. So uh, talk about what what did you get Mandrews for, Chad? I think it was. Three years, seventeen. What did you say? We, we, what did you get, Mandrews for? Was it three years, seventeen per? Yeah, that sounds about right. That okay. sounds about right. I'm I'm trying to pull it up here now. Um, okay. Yeah, it was it was a pretty no. I think I used a four year contract on him. Hmm. So um, let me see here. I used my four year contract on him, which I thought was the way to go. He's actually the cheapest tight end. Three tight ends have gone so far. Um, you got Kelsey at 22 million a year. Uh, Pitts went for 19 million for 2022, and then I got Andrews for 15.73. Um, wow, yeah. So both Pitts and Andrews, I whatever happened, I, I was like, because I had I had Mike on, uh, I had Mike on FaceTime, and we had a Zoom going, and I was talking on one of those, and I looked back, and it was over. Yeah, pits pits only lasted like I feel like thirty seconds. Like it was not. It was really fast. Somebody it jumped really it fast. up real fast, and yeah. nobody really, I guess, nobody paid attention, and he, and boom, he was gone. So like you gotta you gotta really pay attention, know what you know what you want to do. Yeah, it was you know? it was very interesting. So in, in this platform, I thought one of the or I guess my strategy or uh, part of my strategy is to look at the positions that develop slower. And say, okay, these are the guys that I want to use my uh, my higher contracts on, my my longer contracts on, because you only get a certain number of contracts, a certain number of four year contracts, certain number of three year contracts, certain number of two year contracts, and so the rest have two, to be one year contracts. Yeah, two four year contracts, and then three yep. three year contracts. So that's a, a big strategy, in my opinion. Yeah. So you know, I looked at the tight end position, and I said, okay, well. You know, if I sign somebody to a two-year contract, a younger player to a two-year contract, he's not going to develop in that time. You know, like it's it's pro- I'm probably going to have to re-sign him on a bigger deal later. So right. I'd rather just go with somebody like Mark Andrews, lock him in on a four-year deal, mm-hmm. get four years of production, and then you know, sign a a, a rookie um, in the first round if if one comes out sometime between those four years. Um, that I think is, is, you know, worthy of that first round selection because then you have the rookie option at the end of that. So, you know, it's, it's a position that's really tough in this format because you end up having to pay them a substantial amount of money post development, post their, their uh, breakout year. Right. Um, Quarterbacks is another one. The quarterback market was very, very interesting. We already talked about, 
you guys and and um uh how Josh Allen went Herbert almost 48 million per year yeah um Joe Burrow is the next highest at 41 million per year then Russell at 36 then Lamar at 36 and then you guys at 34 so I think Josh Allen was it was a really good buy there again um Patrick Mahomes went just under that even mm-hmm. so yeah he was uh, a good buy too yeah yeah very good buy I ended up getting um Deshaun Watson on a four-year deal um and paid 17 mil for him 17.5 mil yeah super cheap um so that was a another one that I thought was you know extremely interesting what do you guys think about that that contract because I, I, a part of me understands why people would be hesitant to sign Deshaun Watson on a deal, knowing that, hey, I'm going to have to use a four year contract on him. I have a limited number of them. And if it goes south, you know, that's a waste all around. I'm paying him a, a decent wage and, you know, I'm going to have to eat all that money and I don't have another contract to give another, you know, top player. I, I, when, when it happened, so we had, we already had our two quarterbacks, right? We had already gotten. Allen and Stafford. Stafford, yeah. So we didn't have room. Like, we didn't have cap room for that high of a third quarterback contract, right, if we wanted to compete. And we already had Tyreek and and Kelsey probably already. But, mm-hmm. like, we had win now pieces already. So it, it just was too much. It wouldn't, li- wouldn't have left us enough to fill out our roster. Otherwise, I would have bid you up. In fact, I did bid you up, and, and Mike was yelling at me because I just thought it was way too cheap for him. Yeah, and when I when I saw you doing it, I even said it to Mike, like, oh, he's banking on a six-game suspension. He's going to try and ride it through those six games and then turn it on with him. Or taking the nuts for the year, you still have this quarterback for three years at $17 million that's, yeah. you know, that – that's a top dynasty asset. You know, he's potentially a top five quarterback and we all think he's going to be top 10. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's really cheap. It was really savvy. And I was, I was really pissed that nobody else had, had the balls to do it. You know, we just weren't in position. Yeah. Basically once he, I mean, even if he doesn't play for the entire season, which I'm fine with, by the way, um, that's why I put him on the four year contract instead of the three year contract. Even if he right. doesn't play for, for this whole season, um, he's still half the money of uh, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, half the cost. Right. Um, which I thought was well worth the risk. Uh, you know, he's cheaper than Kirk Cousins. He's cheaper than Jalen Hurts, cheaper than Mac Jones, cheaper than Trey Lance, cheaper than Derek Carr, you know. Uh, I saw, though, that you had uh, – who did you – you took Saquon, right? Which yes. It was a good deal for Saquon, somewhere in the $15 million a year range. But that, like, part of our strategy was to lay off on quarter or on running backs, mm-hmm. um, especially for longer deals and for the higher money deals. And we're just going to try and fill in at running back. So you always have position that you're scrambling on anyway, right? So I think, or that you're waiting on a little bit in a in a draft or an auction. And we wanted to do that just to minimize our risk of getting burnt by an often injured position, you know. Especially considering that we're so inexperienced in this format, right? Yeah. So we just kind of wanted to limit our risk. So when I saw you get Saquon, it said to me, it signaled to me that you wanted to win this year. But then when I saw that you got, you know, that you did that with Deshaun, it sort of it the the two strategies don't exactly mesh because you could lose him for the year, but then. You could also trade Saquon as well. I don't, what were you thinking about that? So Saquon right now is on a three-year deal, and he is the fourth cheapest running back drafted so far. And there's been a decent number of running backs. Let's see, one, two, uh, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. About twenty running backs. Twenty-three running backs. He's the th- mm-hmm. he's the fourth cheapest um, running back. So I got him uh, slightly above Cam Akers. He's going for about. Uh, half the cost of Najee, half the cost of Jonathan Taylor, half the cost of all those guys. So I, I think what the thing is with, with Saquon is, uh, number one, I didn't want to use a four-year contract. That's why I use a three-year on him. And then the second strategy with him is saying, okay, 
is he a player I think can rise in value this season on a contract low enough for somebody to absorb it if I needed to offload it? And I think he's at that threshold at 18 mil where I can take an injured player from somebody and somebody could easily take that contract. If it was a $35 million contract, then it'd be a different story. If, if, if I'm talking about a, you know, um, uh, yeah, Dalvin Cook who got, you know, $31.3 million a year. Yeah, I thought that right? was crazy. That was your, if he that goes was your down, dad, right? Yeah. If he goes down or Travis Etienne at $26 million a year, mm. if he goes down, like most people are not going to be able to eat that contract for four years. Yeah, that's why I didn't. That's why I was so afraid of those contracts, man. That's why we didn't want to do that. Yeah. So uh, and and then also the thing is too, you notice the trend, right? The four players I have right now: the cheapest tight end, who's an elite tight end; the fourth cheapest running back, who could be an elite running back, right? Um, the third cheapest quarterback who can be an elite quarterback right. and the cheapest quarterback who could be a really good QB two in Carson Wentz, uh, which we haven't covered so far, but yeah, Carson Wentz is my other player who is absolutely the cheapest contract in the league so far. I was also bidding you up on that. And Mike was yelling at me on, <laughs> yelling at me on that as well. <laughs> and then, yeah, Carson- I just, cause I knew you were getting these guys too cheap and it's pissing me off. And we, we just, we, again, I'm not, I'm not in, in position to outbid you for our third quarterback and it's your first or yeah. for our third quarterback and it's your second, you know, we just, it's just not how our draft went, you know? Yeah. yeah and I mean, Carson Wentz, I got him on a one-year deal on a prove it deal. So basically mm-hmm. he's, he's on the cheapest contract, but basically how these re-signings work is they're going to ask for more money if they're playing relatively well, right? They're never going to, you, you can never mm-hmm. give them a, a, a contract for less money. Um, if that's the case, you just need to cut them and try to re-sign them in free agency. So I'm happy enough with Carson Wentz at 12.5 million when Kirk Cousins is at 18 million, where I can say where where Derek Carr is at 22 million, right? Where I can say, okay, Carson Wentz is basically half of the half of Derek Carr. So there's room for if he plays well for me to re-sign him and still have him on a on a um, on a contract that's comparable to one of the cheapest in the league. Uh, so that's something that I considered as well. And if he's not good, then he's a one-year contract and that frees up a ton of space, you know, after he's off my roster next off season. So those, those one-year contracts are helpful as well because they're almost like space savers, you know, Um, it's, it's just one of those things, you know, to, to, to look out for. Yeah. Yeah, That's, I, I just hope there are running backs left for us to use one-year contracts on. But that's kind of my whole idea is to use the one-years on running backs. Uh, you know, and we still have, we, we we saved one of our four-year contracts, so mm-hmm. we have a strategy for that. I don't want to throw it out on the pod. <laughs> but Throwing out lots fine. of strategy already, yeah, Jesse. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sharing this uh, podcast with the league, so – uh, <laughs> feel free. Well, I mean, and I don't I think we have relatively similar strategies because my my strategy is not changing. Um, yeah, I don't want to throw out the exact players that we're looking at though. But for our four year anyway, and I think we have a three year left as well. So yeah. I feel like we're gonna get two more um, elitish players, and then you know we're just gonna be looking for values. I don't. Yeah. I I just I, I like that we're covered at quarterback and tight end the two. Two toughest positions to really nail down, you know, in super flex leagues. So at this point, we can just look for values. And we got values on both of those guys, too. We got, you know, you just covered what all the quarterbacks went for. We got Stafford for $28 million a year on a three-year deal. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. I, I feel I forgot, really good. I forgot that Burrow went for $27 million over what we paid for Allen, which is bizarre. It's crazy. It, it really, well, it's because of when it happened in the draft. Yeah, quarterbacks started going and got people started panicking. Yeah, it was obvious. People realized, and that's that's why I was bidding up Stafford, and Mike's like, "No, no, no!" And I'm like, "Come on, man, twenty mil, let's go!" You know, and <laughs> Chad even said it in the Zoom. You know, he's like, oh, I, "I see Jesse's driving this bid." You know, <laughs> but it doesn't. It didn't matter. That could have been any of the top twelve quarterbacks. I would have. I would have been driving that bid up at, at twenty eight million. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, we got to stop talking about this. It makes me want to start drafting again right now. <laughs> it's so much fun. Another couple that's, weeks. Yeah, that's why. That's one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this format because I know a lot of listeners are not really going to understand a lot of the stuff that we're, we're saying. But, you know, these are two guys that are jumping into this this format. And, I mean, it's so much fun. It's I, I compared it to, you know, walking up to two potheads, uh, you know, compare <laughs> as an analysis to them being, uh, you know, crazy about Dynasty and offering them crack or cocaine. This is basically <laughs> what this is. It's just the next oh level God. up. Right, oh my God. and it's just even more addicting. Dynasty was the gateway even drug. More crazy, now. yeah. Uh, so just has this in the full business, yeah. This is so much wrong with that. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I'm not going to unpack it. There's so much wrong with that. I have never but, uh, done crack in my life. All right, I'm just going to say that. I have, know. I haven't either. I haven't either. But uh, I mean, anyways, my, you know, no my, comment. My sleeper name is <laughs> no comment from Squeaky Clean Captain Mike. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that's never dropped an f-bomb in his life oh yeah right oh i wish <laughs> yeah he said dick in our chat i was uh, i was appalled <laughs> <laughs> i know i i always want to share this feed with like all my facebook friends and stuff but i know some of them when they listen to it they'd be like oh my gosh i can't believe you just said that <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, sorry wow. oh my Ooh. gosh that's uh, church feed yeah but yeah it's it's just a really 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 fun time and you're together what we're doing is basically um it's live i guess we should have said that from the start uh i don't know if jesse did say that or not but it is a live draft um yeah and we have a zoom going at the same time where everybody's just in there chatting with each other and um it's a it's a really good time it's i guess the closest you can get to a live draft without it being a lot or i mean a a, an in-person live draft without it being in person so it's it's been really fun with these guys. Um, it's been it's, incredibly difficult to get together, like Jesse was saying, put this thing together. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's worth it. It's worth it. If you can find yourself into one of these leagues or have any interest in joining one of these leagues, I may leave an email and and you know start a sign up for some listeners to get in one next season because I don't I don't think I have the um, <laughs> the time to put together another one, but yeah. quite quite yet. Um, so we might as well spend a little bit of time talking about who those tight ends might be that you were talking about in the draft next year or the year after. Donaldson dropped them in the chat. Uh, it's Michael Mayer next year and Bowers in 24. So Michael Mayer looks like he could be a first-round NFL tight end, you know, day one guy. Um, he could be really a hot commodity. What Pitts got up to, you know, in some drafts, second overall, but he was pretty much the consensus four overall in that draft, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yep. I think Mayer could get up that high. Do you guys know anything about these guys yet? Not, not too much. Not, I mean, not enough to really give like a super in depth analysis. Um, if I'm sure. being honest, you know, Same I know Mayor. Cool. I know Mayor's going to be a, a a really good prospect. I think he's he's fairly fast, which I think a lot of people in Dynasty are going to like. Probably going to run around a, you know, maybe. I would probably say maybe like an early to to mid four or five or something, which is mm. you know lightning for a tight end. So, um, yeah, I I, right I like these guys. Kincaid, right I like as well too. Um, okay, so. I haven't heard of him yet. This time, he plays for Utah. Yeah. Oh, Utah. Okay. This yeah. time last year, I, I just it was Wiedermeyer, and then he didn't even get drafted. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I think Eric yeah. Gilbert's been the guy, and and if I remember correctly, in Devi that people were pretty crazy about for a while. And, and Eric Gilbert. Of, yeah. Um, Eric with an A, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Eric with an A. A-R-I-K, but he his his stock uh, he kind of fell off, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. That's what I was saying. I, th- I think he's he's kind of tapered off a bit. So, hmm. um, but yeah, I think he's still going to be in the conversation for you know, uh, you know, first, second, third, fourth round kind of draft capital, depending on how he does this year. So, yeah, tight end. Yeah, tight end can be. I mean, re, so I mean, it's boomer bust in NFL drafts, man. And Debbie, oof, it's really tough to. 
It's really tough to to hit on tight ends in Debbie. Although my first ever Debbie draft, I didn't know that. I had no idea. So I took Pitts, Fryermuth, and Brevin Jordan. Hit on two of those three. Traded them off and built my team. Went to the finals wow. last year. Yeah. 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 So like if you hit on those guys, you know, you can build your whole team off of what you get for them. But yeah, so it's definitely like it's it's worth taking the risk, but you know, as you can see with Wiedermeyer, it could just be absolutely nothing. Same thing with quarterback, you know? And in the next Debbie draft I I did, I took like Rattler and Howell. Thinking that, you know, screw you guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm gonna take two quarterbacks and be set for years. And, you know, both of them. Because this time last year, Rattler and Howell were either the the one and two or two and three quarterbacks in Debbie. And, you know, how went, uh, how went in the fifth and Rattler may not, may or may not get drafted. We'll see what happens this year. But then he had, he had to transfer. Yeah. Freaking. Oh, who's the, who's the running backs that you guys like? Um, Jamar Gibbs. I really like, yeah, him. he looks like he can do it all. Yeah. Um, and, he, and he's going to Bama. You know, he transferred to Bama. So I just, I, he's the. Uh huh. I think he, I think he could possibly, possibly win the Heisman. I mean, yeah, yeah, he he's could. playing for. I mean, getting into that Bama offense, mm-hmm. it's going to be pretty fun. Yeah, he looks, he looks like he's lightning all around. Can really catch the ball out of the backfield. I like him a lot. Um, obviously, Bijan, Robinson, and. Yeah, uh, uh, Tank Bixby, I really like. <laughs> yeah, I like the Ole Miss guy, Zach Evans. Uh, and, yeah, and, Zach you know, Evans. I, I love Zach Charbonnet. So, um, we'll see. How yeah, up. yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm really interested. I really hope, um, I really hope he gets the draft capital next year and lands in a good spot. We'll see about Charbonnet. I've got some. Uh, you, you tune, you, you turn me into him in the middle of my uh, campus to Canton last year, so. Fingers crossed on uh, on Zach Charbonnet. Yeah, yep. Yeah, and then I've got right. I have Slovis in that league. So once again, how quarterbacks can bust really flat, really fast. Yeah, yep. It happens, man. It happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right on. All right, so uh, we're right about an hour. We got anything else we want to talk about? Not. I think I'm good. I think Not I'm really. good, man. I think we're good. Let's, let's get some more trades going and. You know, yeah, talk it up later for next week and stuff. Yeah, See right on. Do. So, careful, everybody wanna, out there. I want to buy some Tony. That's my mission. I gotta buy some That's Tony. Your mission. Buy some Tony. Yeah. What's your uh, what's your what's your target uh, roster ship? Oh, I mean, I'd like to probably get, I honestly don't know if I have any shares right now, so I think I'd like to get two shares at least. So, but, yeah. That put me, you know, fifteen percent ish or something like nice. that. So yeah, I think it's a good number. Slow. I think it's a good number. I'm probably at about forty percent right now. <laughs> you might be slightly higher than me. I'm, I think I'm at like 30, <laughs> 35 or thirty six percent or something. Some weird. I was very that. high on him last year because of where you could get him. I will tell you what, where I got him um, last year. God, we're just the Tony talk. Uh, hmm. I mean. I had like at one point 80, I think like 85% or something. And it, it was, you know, driving my OCD crazy. Uh, and I ended up selling a ton <laughs> of them after that Cowboys game where he had the, you know, oh, ridiculous, right. you know, yardage and everything. And uh, yeah, I mean, there was one league where I got what it what ended up being the 103 and the 203 <laughs> for him. Wow. So, Damn. yeah. I mean, his, his stock was ridiculous at that point. So I sold off all my shares down to like, 20 percent or something crazy and now i've been slowly building them up so wow this off season right on right on yeah like i said i have i have so much i i'm just gonna sit on them and see what happens yeah cool stuff all right well let's wrap this thing up all right gentlemen uh you can follow us at dwz underscore war games um chad's at dwz underscore chad Mike's at DWZ chat uh, at DWZ Mike. No underscore. No underscore. Uh, yeah. So lame. <laughs> Underscores can, are annoying. Yeah. 
You can <laughs> I mean, find me weekly on the Dynasty Fever Bot podcast with Brian Ford at FFJunkie underscore. I think I got that right. He'll yell at me next week if I didn't. But you'll see <laughs> you'll see us here next week. Uh, same bat time, same bat channel. <laughs> Later. Later. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. a game yesterday and if we win one today that's two in a row we win one tomorrow that's called a winning streak